I play video games and I'm as happy as I can be. My hand-eye coordination is great and my critical thinking skills are on point. Salutations, good people. Welcome to the CS Podcast, where we create stuff, or if you're Trey. (laughs) And today, we've got our hands absolutely full with talking about video games, and are they good for us? Are they bad for us? Is it good in moderation? Yeah, I think think everything is uh, good in moderation. Yeah, yeah. I, I think I think with the, as with most things, arsenic, maybe. like uh, eating arsenic. I mean, strychnine. Maybe, maybe. I mean, okay. Most things that covers most things. I feel like arsenic is in the in the subcategory of not most things. Yeah. <laughs> um. Okay. Well, right, so up. let's talk about the benefits, and then give me your experiences. Okay. With with these things, like if you've so you're just gonna like rattle them off. Ah, uh, sure. Let's okay, do that. Okay. We've got we've got quite a um instead of going down a deep rabbit mm-hmm. uh hole trail hole, okay hole. the rabbit hole the rabbit hole. Eh? I hear you. That's good. Uh here you Saskatchewanian <laughs> rabbit hole. Oh, they whisk. <laughs> Never mind. <laughs> Never mind. Okay. <laughs> Tell you after the podcast. Wow, if it's bad for this podcast, it must be bad. I mean, I guess it's. I just don't want to say it like I feel weird saying it. Okay. Okay. It's fair enough <laughs> to t- to steal one of your lines. Fair enough. Yeah. Um, cognitive development. Video games can improve hand-eye coordination, reaction time, attention, and problem-solving skills. Do you, young Trayvon, believe that your cognitive skills have been positively impacted by video games? I mean, I believe so. Uh, definitely, it seems my reaction time. I will say, and this has nothing to do with video games, I feel like I've heard like after 25 like your brain develops differently and so like some things you slow down on certain things and like i f- mm. i feel my reaction time has slowed down after 25 but really? it's still yeah but it's still faster than like say morgan's who doesn't play video games right um it could yeah. just have to do with her being a woman and you being a man <laughs> you know that that could that sums it up that's the podcast until next time like <laughs> <laughs> no all uh, jokes so yeah, I definitely feel like my reaction time is faster than, say, somebody who doesn't play video games. She's really the only one that I have to base this, like, I guess this study, this whatever on. Mm. Because pretty much all of my friends play video games. So it's it's kind of hard to to gauge that since we all have that experience, you know, right. playing video games. So I would like to say that my reaction time is greater. I think, like, I'm I'm pretty decent at problem solving, mm. um, especially like when it comes to work and things like that. When I'm at the station, like thinking on my feet and yeah. having to solve an issue that comes up, I'm pretty good at it. Does that come from playing video games? Is it something else? I don't know, so I I, I can't really comment on that. Uh, you know, maybe have maybe to, video games have have helped. I'd have to say. Like we were having our podcast off the podcast, yeah. Um, you said something to the effect of because I've had practice, yeah. Um, so your problem solving skills at work are they'd have to be uh, benefited by you playing video games and, and solving sure. uh, certain games, yeah. You know, certain games are just mindless shoot 'em up games, yeah. but you know that's more along the hand eye coordination thing yeah. but your problem solving skills different set of games which you're into yeah um i know with uh, the types of board games that you play are very complex yeah well, um, i was going to say uh i think and again this could be now this legitimately could be more because i'm a man and morgan's a woman but my spatial reasoning skills are better and i don't know like i've i've heard or i've seen studies that men typically are better with like spatial reasoning Whereas women are better in, in other regards. Like, is this like depth perception? Depth per- But I'm thinking more like when I pack a car. Oh, and yeah. And being yeah. able to fit, you know, like Tetris kind of. And I, I say that because like games that require spatial reasoning, like, okay, how do I fit this in there? How do I, like, I can, because I'm having to exercise that muscle. Okay, yeah. how does this puzzle piece fit into here and do this? Okay. Translates there, maybe. But then I feel like there's there's definitely not a lack of, I would say like, you know, 
females who are more apt, a little more in the direction of being organized. Oh, um, yeah. I just meant like... Morgan maybe not being the shining example. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. I've just, I've seen, there's a study like there's something that like men are better at XYZ as far as... Sure. Like cognitive and women are better at this. Like women can see colors better. Typically, I mean that's that's the general rule of thumb. That's not the you know absolutely same thing. They see colors better. We can you know we understand. Uh, I guess the best way I can explain it is more going to go. She'd be like, "I'm going to move that dresser over there," and I go, "There's not enough room. You're not going to be able to move that dresser over there." And she goes, "I can move that dresser over there." And then she gets there and it's about an inch and a half, two inches too wide, and mm-hmm. it will not fit in that space. And I'm like, "Like I can I can I can eyeball that dresser, look at the space, and go, it's too big." Gotcha. Um and I think there's a I could be wrong. I feel like I watched sure. this on something, but that men are typically better at that kind of spatial okay. reasoning there. Sure. <clears throat> I get that. Um, I would have to say my cognitive development, it's, I would imagine is, has benefited from yeah. video games for sure. Because I don't think I've ever been like, I can watch younger, like let's just say like 12, 14 year olds. Yeah. Um, David being one of them that I've watched play video games and like, Courtney's son Matthew like to Mm -hmm. watch these two young guys like play video games they were better at they're better at their craft (laughs) and playing video games than I was at that age dude I was a slow learner but when I got it I I get it yeah but it just like I don't know having to go through that adaption Mm -hmm. of, of learning how something works I feel like being able to adapt to a situation yeah. and just, you know, problem solve a uh, certain type of problem, so- problem solving. You know, I also think like, hey, this is a little bit of a tangent. Sorry. I'm setting up the timer so that we can actually stop on a kid out of here yeah. on time. I forgot. Yeah. Um, hear the work whistle blow, <laughs> right. Or vibrate my arm. Um, wh- I, I <laughs> yeah, I wonder what the, what, how am I trying to put this? I have noticed, like I was, I was pretty decent at games growing up. Mm-hmm. But this generation, like this newer generation, is so good. And I wonder if it's because they are raised alongside the. Te- not only are they raised alongside the technology, because I mean we were raised on like I had an Atari, you know, or something, or like my brother had an Atari and I played it, or you know I remember getting an N sixty four. Maybe it's not so much raised alongside the technology so much as the games have advanced. Right. And so they're not learning. Their beginner level is not the same beginner level that you and I had. Our beginner level we were, was not 2D Mario. Yeah. Or their beginner their level beginner, was not. Yeah. So it's it's crazy to see. Like, you see seven and eight-year-olds killing it at Fortnite. Yeah. I suck at Fortnite. And I've been playing shooters. I played Gears of War. Like, I played third-person shooters. Like... Well, the building aspect. Wow, yeah, that's new too. I, I look at the but, building aspect of Fortnite, and I don't even want to attempt it. Uh, yeah, Courtney and I were just talking about that last night, and I told her this actually got brought up. Um, this didn't. That conversation did not spawn this discussion today. Uh-huh. But she was like, "I just have no, I, like, I don't." I, she goes, "I would be awful at building the yeah. building aspect of Fortnite because when it started, it was." You'd build a wall, and you'd build another wall. Now yeah. it's oh, it's, it's a, crazy. Yeah, and they're just they're twenty feet in the air, and you're just like in in two point five seconds. And these kids want to learn so bad that they spend they invest the time because it's important to them. Yeah. It makes it imp- it is important to them because it's the latest trend fad yep. game, and it's what all their friends are playing. So to adapt to the the social standard. They have to learn how to do it. I didn't even think about the so- the social implications. So we Isn't played that crazy. Video- we played video games like you play Halo. Yeah, you play Halo too. Yeah, you know how to super jump. I don't know. So that was like that's probably the closest that I get to like a social implication of us growing up. So in Halo two, you crouch. You uh, all I can think of is high rise. You crouch yeah. under this little thing. You jump up on this. Uh, like not you don't take the stairs you jump up on this lip run around run up a pair of stairs jump off this uh like i don't know this two foot tall thing and you land in a certain spot you hit a and you bounce Mm. 100 feet in the air okay and like that was through word of mouth you figured those out and like the cool people did it but like that wasn't we didn't have social media to tell us to do that and like I never practiced it. I never would have practiced it because I never would have heard about it if I hadn't run across somebody that Mm. did it but because it's 
because now we have social media and we have videos and you want to be an influencer or whatever it's dictating it's dictating their lives to the sense it's like no you have to be able to build this way you have to play Fortnite this way we played because it was fun and maybe we deserve learned something new and like we, we discovered something that, that, right. there's that sense of discoverability whereas now it's like it's like you play and you play these games you have to play it a certain way because your favorite streamer plays it that way or because you saw a TikTok that does it this way and everybody that you see that plays Fortnite or whatever plays it this way. Right. It's interesting. I never thought about the social implications. I, I didn't really... I haven't really either. That is wild. And the... I kind of miss the days where my friend and uh, myself, uh, Chris, yeah. we would play WWF No Mercy. Okay. And, you know, you did moves or whatever... And then, so there was this tag team called the Dudley Boys. Well, mm-hmm. their finishing move was the 3D. Uh, and it's a, they work together to deliver the move. Okay. One guy picks the guy up by his legs, and the other guy runs, times it just right, and grabs a hold of his head, and they slam him into the mat. Okay. So, in this game, you had to, like, Chris came to me, and he goes, do you know that you can do the 3D in No Mercy? I'm like, No. <laughs> he said, yes, so this is how you have to do it. So I'm an only child, so I'm sitting in my room with two controllers hooked up. And I'm, like, having to, you know, go back and forth <laughs> yeah. and position it. And then I see it happen on the game. And ex- I'm not streaming. I'm not yeah. doing this for anybody but myself. And to see that move happen that I didn't think was possible, I went, I called Chris on the phone, on yeah. my landline on phone. On your landline, you ran in there. And yeah. I was like, dude, I just did the 3D. And he's like, it's it's crazy, right? It, we don't have that anymore. We don't have like, you know. You know, thinking about that sense of discoverability, we're kind of going off topic here, but I'm playing Hogwarts Legacy right now. And I have made it a point, like, so you can find all these different little discoverables and stuff, right? And like one of the little side quests, you have to find keys to put into these cabinets to get coins. And I'm not going to say any more than that. And you just play the game, you figure it out, and you'll, you'll see. But yeah. I made it a point, I and I ran all over Hogwarts last night trying to find this last damn cabinet. And I finally found it. And it's been a while since I felt that sense of discoverability mm. because it's so easy to go to, what, all these different you know gaming news outlets and be like, where are all the cases to get the coins in Hogwarts like just a walkthrough there's yeah. gonna be it, there's it, gonna be 20 20 streamers who have done the same walkthrough have done it and they show you exactly where it's at with screenshots and like well you just walk out this door and do this and do that and if you don't it. like somebody's voice that tells you to do it just go to the next one yeah or read an article I typically that's what I do is I just look at the screenshot and go okay that looks about right they'll give Uh-oh. you a screenshot where it's at on the map I can go right there it's easy but yeah that sense of discoverability I was like this is nice I haven't had this in a while mm-hmm. and so yeah that's cool a lot of games hold your hand nowadays, or the way they're designed, and, and quests and things. But yep. anyways, I digress. Uh, how about how about any any more positive correlation with video games? Um, so this one, I feel like there's th- there's a negative that's masked okay. by this. Um, if not, I guess done in a certain way and if you're not aware of the negative effects and whatever it's recently started messing with me when it comes to levels of dopamine but the positive positive is stress relief gaming can serve as an escape from real world stressors and provide a relaxing and entertaining way to unwind it's so funny talking about stress relief because morgan and i we played you ever played overcooked Mm, i don't think so absolute chaos absolute bloody chaos okay so you you you're like just this little person and the whole objective of the game is you get two minutes and you're in this kitchen and you got to make the dish okay so it'd be like it'd be like tomato soup and so you got to pick up the tomato out of the box you got to run it over you got to chop the tomato then you got to take the tomato and go throw it in this uh in the the pot yeah and let it cook and like I don't know. It kind of relaxes me. Like, I just kind of get in a groove and I'm doing it. I don't play it a whole lot, but I was like, oh, this will be fun for us to play. So I was like, hey, babe, let's play this. Yeah. She quit. (laughs) She lasted one round and she goes, I don't know how you do this. She goes, that is so stressful. (laughs) 
She goes, I hated it. She goes, I have so much anxiety right wow. now because you're on the clock. You get two minutes. And so I have to run over and grab the tomato and I have to set it on the chopping block. She has to chop it while I go grab another tomato. And then oh. once it's done chopping, you got to take it and you got to run it. I mean, it's frantic. It's crazy. Yeah. But it's fun. And it's just an escape. And I don't have to think about anything. I just, I can play it and it's fun playing it with other people. And it's, it's, it's hilarious. Like when you screw up, you're like, go, 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 go. You got to get the, it's burning. It's burning. You know, you take it off of there. Me. I was like, okay, this is nice. This is kind of relaxing. Her, absolute opposite. Wow. Super stressed out. Hated it. That is fascinating. So it's, it's funny how different games can affect people differently. Right. Um, my buddy that I play Call of Duty with and stuff, I remember when they dropped like the the zombie stuff in Warzone, mm-hmm. like zombies would drop at you. He was like, it would stress him out because it was, he was like, I don't like this. Like, uh, duh, it's, I don't like the zombies. Like it just stresses me out. And yeah. like, for me, I thought it was fun. Right. You know, it's funny to see people, people's different reactions to that. So, so it might be safe to say that someone, um, like yourself has an overall, like, it, it doesn't matter if it's chaos, if it's, uh, maybe even if it's, if it's a little horror, a little scary, yeah. like the, the anxiety of it is for you, maybe positive anxiety and it's yeah. a nice release. It's a nice escape. Exactly. The only time it ever becomes a problem is something like Bloodborne or Dark Souls where I'm bashing my head into a brick wall over and over trying to defeat a certain boss. And then it's not anxiety. I just get frustrated and I have to walk away. But right. Yeah. I could see that. Um, it's definitely... Like for me, like this past week, it was, so we're, you know, I'm, I'm waking up way earlier yeah. than I normally would, getting the workout in first thing in the day, and I'm, I'm accomplishing things way earlier in the day mm-hmm. than I normally would, and, I, and by the end of the day, I'm finding myself with a little extra time. Now, granted, I'm in, I'm, I'm making it a point to get in bed by 10 o'clock, yeah. but if it's 8.30, I can play a little, let's just say Fortnite for a while, and I'm I'm calm. Like it is a nice detox from day. It's an escape. It's an escape. Um, however, Fortnite has really became. Uh, I saw one of the negative effects. I'm jumping ahead a little, but That's uh, it can be uh, like the word aggression is a little harsh because I'm just I get frustrated. Yeah, I get extremely frustrated to the point that I feel like I'm I now have a shorter fuse with inanimate objects and technology <laughs> like if something doesn't work i find that my patience is negative yeah like negative 2000 when it comes to like if i die on fortnite and i think it's a bs reason because fortnite's had a lot of bugs lately yeah i'm like i can't even play a game right because of this and that and the other thing and then i'm on the computer trying to work with photoshop and something kind of is janky or maybe it's even my fault yeah i find myself with a much shorter fuse now the question is is that because of Fortnite and your your frustration with it or is it because of the other stressors that are piling up and Fortnite just happens to be another one of those stressors maybe i'm, I think I'm pushing it over on Fortnite. i'm yeah. I'm, I'm releasing on Fortnite. <laughs> <laughs> maybe potentially if that's what you're into uh, um <laughs> no some of those skins on there, I guess. I don't know. But uh I, I don't know, I'd be curious. Yeah. Like like if we put you if we put you in a vacuum, you know, just sucked you up and there was nothing in there but Fortnite and no other stressors, nothing else to worry about, hmm. would you still be as aggressive? That's a good like zero stressors. Like yeah. just just Fortnite. That's interesting. I mean I mean I think I think that it can add too stress yeah but to say that Fortnite is what makes you aggressive or whatever like if that's a negative side effect i don't i don't know there's so many different factors in there that's the same reason i I was so hesitant to say you know in the positive stuff like i think that video games could help me cognitively and they have i just don't know if it's just the video games or if it's whatever and same thing with Fortnite or you know any of those games where you get frustrated like even if you hadn't played Fortnite before mm-hmm. you did that Photoshop, you still could have, because of the stress of that day, still could have gone into Photoshop and then been, you know, yelling at your computer or your inanimate object right. because you were stressed and still frustrated and angry. So here's an interesting part. I don't know, it's just, yeah. No, that's a good that's a good take. Um, I find when I play by myself, mm-hmm. I'm way less. Uh, 
I'm a lot more calm when I play by myself. Really? If I play with Courtney, not with anybody else, but with Courtney, because I'm comfortable with Courtney. Yeah. If I play with her and we lose, and it doesn't have to be her fault, it doesn't, something doesn't have to be my fault or whatever, or it could be that I felt like we weren't playing good together. Yeah. Or that I did something. I am as hard on myself as I am on anybody. Oh, yeah. Like, I will run myself into the dirt. And, like, I'll literally go... Good job, Oglesby. First time holding a shotgun in this game. That's just what we do. You know, we let them run around behind us and make a effing fool out of ourselves. That's real good. Kind of throw the controller down. I'm it. like, <laughs> I'm like, well done, man. And see, I don't get like that. If I, I've never been like this with a game. Maybe when I was a kid, I'd get frustrated. But yeah. when I play like Halo or like zombies or even Call of Duty, mm-hmm. like I'll get upset and frustrated, not to the level in the consistency that I have with Fortnite. I could be having a good day. That's the thing. I could be yeah. having a good day and go, nah, man, I can't wait to play some Fortnite. I sit down and play it, and then within... This day's dog shit. Yeah, within 40 minutes, I'm like, you know what? My day was going good, and my dumbass sat down and played this game that I know is going to frustrate me. Like, why do I even play? Uh, that's it, a good point. I, maybe it does. Maybe maybe it does It does make you a tad bit aggressive. And then there's days where I'll... I'll like. The last, one of the last times I played, I sat down, I played two games uh-huh. solo. I won both. Now, when you win, you get a crown. And then <laughs> the second time you play, while you're wearing a crown, if you win, that's called a crowned victory. Nice. And I'm trying to rack up my crowned victories and beat last seasons. I have. I've blown it out of the water. Oh, okay, but, good. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah, getting like over eight really isn't that big of a deal. But um, well, you know. for me, it is. I'm at 17. So that's hey, that's pretty. It's good. only my third season of Fortnite. That's more than I have. That's true. I have that's, I have that, zero victories and zero crown victories. So. That's like saying you're the nicest guy in prison. <laughs> but I have quite a few losses. So oh, I'll carry you. Okay. But when you saw my footprints in the sand <laughs> and the the pickaxe dragging along, <laughs> I knew that you carried me to a crowned victory. Right. <laughs> So I sat down, and it was like after a good day of, like, I was following up with everybody that I was supposed to, had hit the gym, my my meals were on point, I sat down, and I was just in a positive mood. Won a game. Next game, won again. And I put the controller down. I'm like, I'm good. And I'm walking on cloud nine for the rest of the day. It's a fantastic day. What is it, Seinfeld? He's like, you know, you got to know when uh, to quit while you're on top. Right. He's like, "That's that's why I quit doing the show. He goes, up top. Right, and I that's good. Yeah. That was good that day. But I could also, like, leave that, and it completely changed my mood. Yeah. The whole day be going good. Okay. Um, And then, uh, I mean, it's it's with, it's with any scenario. It, it could make or help make or help break. Yeah. It doesn't change my day completely. I'll okay. still get done what I need to get done, so it's not some kind of massive issue. Yeah. So what are some other, some positive, let's d- or dive into, I guess, a couple negatives, too. Um. Okay, so one of the positives was improved learning, so we don't have to talk about that. Okay. Um, the only other positive that I don't want to uh, I don't want to skip on is social connection. Uh, I would say this. Okay, this is a good segue because this could be a positive or a negative. So for me, it's weird. I actually, I'm actually the opposite. I get, I get social anxiety on video games. As weird as that sounds. So you've seen me out at like quick trip or something like at a, at a gas station you know and i'm pretty whatever like someone like hey how are you like that kind of thing yeah. but like you're more I, you're more on the friendlier side yeah i don't i don't like to play like multiplayer games unless i'm with like unless i'm in a party with friends i won't I like call of duty i won't go online by myself because i don't want to play with other people i just don't have that desire like there's some kind of like, anxiety like i just don't like actually play against other players or talk. Oh to, yeah, like actually play against both, both. Okay. Like I don't want to play against them. <laughs> I don't want to talk to them. But like if I'm in a party with my friends, it's completely different. But I have that weird social anxiety. So I would I wouldn't say I actually think I do worse socially on video games than I do in real life. But now you would play enough. you would play Warzone a lot, right? With, with friends. Your, with your friends. Just with friends. Like, I would not drop into Warzone solo. Okay. Ever. I don't know if I've ever dropped into Warzone solo. Oh, wow. Yeah. Okay. It's See, just not my thing. I don't... 
See, I prefer solo on most things. Yeah. Once I got over, so I had that same social anxiety about just playing with other people in general. Yeah. When I first started online was 2015 with Black Ops 3. Yeah. Call of Duty. And it was the first time ever I'd had the internet to play multiplayer. Yeah. On a video game. It seems like I'm super late to the party, and I was. So I started playing it, but I had been playing with, uh, at David's house. I'd played yeah. Call of Duty, and I'm like... I'm playing against actual other people in the world. It blew my mind. Yeah. Like, wild. I was in my mid-20s when everybody had been playing for, like, 10 years at that point. I'm new to the game, and I'm like, there's other people. Like, it's just constantly other people. This is wild. Yeah. So, it, and it freaked me out at first. The thought of playing against, and if, you know, you might laugh at me or whatever, but think about the first time you played an online game. Maybe you did it when you were seven, and it's not a big deal to you, and you don't even remember that you were supposed to be freaked out. Yeah. But for me, being a, a somebody in their early to mid twenties, it was a it was a weird thing to know that I'm competing against these real life people. Where as yeah. my whole life I had spent playing video games to get away from people and to be by myself. Yes. So doing that with other people was wild. But then when I would get a kill, I'd go, okay, well if I can get one, I I can improve on that, and then I'd want to get better and better. So I quickly got rid of that social anxiety about playing against other people and getting these kills and bettering my score and yeah. then I just wanted to be the best then if I didn't win oh now we really gotta ramp it up like which is how I am with Fortnite if I die it's just oh my god if I don't win every game that's why it pisses me off <laughs> because I can't win every game it, okay so it's not it's not Fortnite that pisses you off it's the unrealistic unrealistic expectations you set upon yourself that make you aggressive that's a good I think we've I you know we've what cracked it I, I won't deny it one bit I won't deny it one bit but <laughs> then I got to the point where it's like unless it's it would be somebody like you or David yeah. to get me online to play with well even really with friends I have to be at a place like I could be relaxing and playing let's just say solo Fortnite yeah. by myself and enjoying myself I have a candle lit. There's a log fireplace lit on my second monitor. Yeah. And I am just in a vibe. And uh -huh. I am good. And I am relaxed. It's I, can't. I picture you like in a bathrobe, like, like a red velvet bathrobe. You've got curlers in your hair, but you don't need them. And like... <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And like, you just... You just kind of sit down. <sighs> click with your little mouse and like... The fireplace lights up, and you're just, <sighs> and you just kind of sink into your chair, and you're just like, "Let's get this dub," and you just go. I've got my toes in one of the little toe spacers to paint your nails, but you don't actually paint them; you just have them spread apart. I just, just, I just want them spread apart. <laughs> want my little toe beans on display. Oh god! So I would say, like, at least as far as socially, while I do, while I am more. Uh, I guess socially anxious mm -hmm. online. I don't think that that has correlated at all into my normal life. I'm a very social person. Like, right. video games haven't made me antisocial. Um, but I also, I also, I would say it probably hasn't helped me either in the sense yeah. that I, I obviously do not like to talk to people online and I avoid right. them. Whereas when I'm out and about, I'm I'm pretty good about it. Right. You know. Well, I think, and I think that's a. Now that I'm thinking about it. I believe it's a, a sign of a healthy relationship between real life and video games that yep. so for me it's I don't want to talk to people while I'm playing video games because it's it's a time to recharge my batteries from having to deal with people that's a good point. during the day so it's like oh, I'm Mr. Antisocial over here it's like no if you wanted to go you know I don't know if basketball was your hobby if you went to play basketball to blow off some steam yeah you're not really into competing you just want to shoot some hoops you just wanna, to, yeah you just want to practice your free throw to get away from people, yeah. I don't know that anybody, you know... you got your headphones in, and you're just shooting your baskets and going. I don't think anybody would judge you for it. Right. Well, nobody judges you for going into a gym and wanting to be by yourself to work out. That's a good point. You know? I mean, you can have a workout, buddy. I... It's like, that's my escape. Yeah. You know? To get away from people. Now, if I have a dedicated workout partner, that's different. But, like, just same way with playing Fortnite. Mm -hmm. Now, Courtney just happens to be my workout partner. That's a different thing because it's an everyday, it's a routine. Yeah. She's my Fortnite partner now. We have a little team and that's what we do. Yeah. And it's a been a very, talking about video games and like how it affects the outside world, 
it has played such an interesting role on our relationship on like overcoming obstacles and like little arguments yeah um or sometimes even big arguments and then how we work through that and then working together as a team and celebrating together as a team i think that is something is that even on the list no i think that's a good positive that you just brought up yeah it's it's a great team building exercise it really is and and how that translates from digital to physical right and how you treat your partner whether that be whether it be your actual partner your romantic partner mm-hmm. or somebody at work a coworker, your boss whatever right. if you all played video games together if you played human fall flat together and came overcame these obstacles maybe it would help build this camaraderie right um i, I could definitely see that i think it has because i've lost my cool a time or two and told her she should have done something that yeah. like you know like it you know and i've i've felt super guilty uh, about it afterwards and I'm like okay well that's a good it's a good little lesson for me to to keep my cool in certain situations because she didn't do it how I would have done it yep I'm somebody who's been playing video games my whole life and Fortnite is literally her first game that she's played on a regular basis yep I have to I'm so bad about backseat playing yeah like Morgan will play something and I like I'm sitting there and like there's something staring her in the face and I'm like go interact with that go interact with that but I'm not gonna tell her like I have, right. to, I have to really like I have to I'm like, let her make her mistakes <laughs> you know, and yeah, then tell like her how she can improve. Yeah, she'll she'll walk past it. She'll miss that collectible, and that's fine. Like, she'll just have to live with that. <laughs> yeah, like that's would be me. Wouldn't yeah. be me though. Nope, not me. Oh my god, <laughs> that's right. that's so good. So we right. got any more? One. Let's let's throw out one more. Do we have a big negative in there? Yeah. Um, before we wind down. So I think. Um, so I'll, I'll kind of I'll, I'll hit on a couple little ones. We won't expand. Okay. Um, the social isolation. Uh, it says spending excessive amounts of time playing video games can lead to a lack of real life social interaction, which can harm relationships and contribute to feelings of loneliness and isolation. I mean, I could definitely see that. That I could see that being a thing. Right. If if you don't have that, like for me, it's a way to recharge batteries and, and escape. And, yeah. Um, and sometimes just recreationally. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's like working out. Like, I, I love working out, you know, I, I would think more than I do video games. It's a different vice. It's a different vice altogether. Yeah. But I think my relationship between playing games. Now, th- there's been a game or two where I've gotten sucked in for like a solid week and I've lost yeah. hours and hours on end. But it, it would be the same to me if so many of these things with video games can be compared to going out drinking. Thank you. Um it's tied into it's just like with anything. Well, I was going to say the I think I think the big the elephant in the room, should I say, is why are they not why why is there not this same distinction with movie buffs? Right. Why is it okay for somebody to binge watch a, an entire season of Netflix? But if they want to pl- sit down and play three hours of whatever yeah. Fortnite, suddenly it's a problem. Right. Suddenly it's an addiction. Yeah. Suddenly they're aggressive, it, yeah. and it makes them aggressive. Right. Never mind the fact that this person just watched all eight seasons of Game of Thrones in you know three weeks. Yeah. And there's a lot of violence in that. Right. But that didn't. That doesn't make them aggressive. Right. Even though this person is playing Call of Duty. Well, that person just watched, I don't know, 40 beheadings. And yeah, yeah. Now or somebody reading. Why is that not an addiction? Why, why, why are these other things socially acceptable Yeah. Uh, hobbies, I should right. say? Yeah, Whereas let's just video take any gaming, hobby. Video gaming is very much a subclass... Like, if you partake into it, if you partake in it, and even if you just dabble in video games and play a little bit, maybe all you play is Madden every once in a while. Right. Well, you just you just you just play it too much. You all you do is play video games. This is this is a good this is a really good example. Yeah. Courtney's dad, mm-hmm. John Stout. Um, S T O U T okay. is what he told the lady at the at the Chinese restaurant <laughs> when we went to eat. Okay. Um, she was like uh, Stout. He goes. Well, well, I'm stout, and she's like, y- your name? He goes, well, my name is John S-T-O-U-T. 
O-U-T. And it, like, I'd been told all these stories about her dad yeah. and his character and his personality. And then I saw him <laughs> lean up against the counter and go, well, my name, dude, is like... If him and my dad got in a room together, yeah. I would never want to leave that room. <laughs> I would never want to leave that room. That. However, he um, he plays... I have to tell you about his uh, his golf games okay. that he plays. He's retired. He plays in Rory McIlroy's PGA Tour 11. or does he play the old Lynx? My dad used to play Lynx. So he plays on PC, okay. and I don't, I don't know what game he plays, but he's got a buddy who will come over on Friday nights with uh his own setup yeah and they'll or or he gets together with his do buddies. they land party i don't know oh okay that's what i, I don't thought know. you were gonna May, say i was maybe. like man that's a that's still a thing people don't land party anymore remember when you had to oh get yeah i'll get everybody bring their xboxes oh, over yeah. and they yeah, you hook up oh yeah well see that's never mind but yeah it'd be a long conversation but yeah that's okay i, I don't know maybe they maybe they do just get online together maybe they just sit together and play they just enjoy each other's presence, which is still sweet. I like that. Yeah, and they, he says they'll play three rounds or something, and yeah. it'll be a nice Friday evening or whatever. Um, and he, he talks about creating his own golf course and all this. He, he told me this over Christmas. Okay. And I just I see him doing his thing in his room, and he's such a cool dude. Yeah. But um, anyways, he said with his, uh, with his ex-wife, um, he would play... I think he was still playing like on a PC. Mm-hmm. Um, this would have been, I don't know, probably a, a good little while back. Yeah. Um, she always kind of judged him for it because he was a grown man. Um, I think nowadays, like we're in a a, a bit of a different time to where yeah, it's, grown it's men, shifting. it's a little more acceptable now than it, than what it was because it was so yeah. different back then. It's still just the hobby of video games in general from like an older perspective. Oh, it's yeah. very demonized. I think it is. I don't think it gets... Yeah. It's it's not put into perspective. Or it's not put into context. Well, what gets like, me is, like... It's okay for... Let's say you take Johnny, who grows up and plays guitar. Mm-hmm. And so he spends eight hours a day in his room playing guitar, mastering that craft. And that's acceptable. Right. Because being a musician is fine. And he can, I don't know, start a band and do something with that. Hey, we'll get back to this episode in just a second. But as you know, here at the CS Podcast, we're all about featuring other content creators. And I wanted to let you know about another podcast called Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast with co-hosts Nave and Philip. And instead of me sitting here and trying to ramble on and explain what it is that they do, I'm just going to let them tell you for me. Hello, dear listeners. Do you enjoy playing video games with your best friends? Then I have the pod for you. I'm Philip, host of the Gaming Together, a cooperative podcast. Each week, my co-host Nave and I break down a cooperative experience in gaming, and we are always looking for new co-op partners to join us. So come play with us on the Gaming Together podcast. So I'm standing over this toilet taking a piss, and I'm playing my Pokemon, and I dropped it in the toilet. I remember the Game Boy just tumbling into water. And I remember screaming for my mom, trying to get this game. Wait, how old are you? And she yelled at me. She yelled at me. Oh my god! Traumatized. I was like, no, my my Pokemon. That's gaming together, a cooperative podcast. Come on down, co-op partners. But you know, Timmy that sits in his room and plays. You know, I'm gonna go with Fortnite for eight hours a day because there's a streamer, a professional video game player that. One Fortnite, a oh, Fortnite tournament, and won what three million dollars? It was probably Booga. Yeah, I was thinking Ninja. B- B- Ninja did it. Well, he? Ninja has made a complete career. He was a perfect balance of personality, yeah, as a streamer and uh, skill. But he went to like a Fortnite tournament, didn't he? Like he was, I'm sure, he and did. won like a shit ton of money. That's what I'm getting at. That's what that's what that's what I'm painting the picture here. Is you've got you've got Jimmy that is a professional guitarist that gigs every Friday, Saturday night, and goes on tours. Right. Then you have Timmy. That is a professional Fortnite player and makes just as much money, but I Timmy's think, the one that's demonized, right. and Jimmy's praised for his rock and roll lifestyle. Like that's what gets me is they right. both spent the exact same amount of time doing the same thing, both in isolation and socially. Because when you're playing Fortnite, you're, you're kind of being social. I mean, you have people that you're talking to. You sure. probably squat up. Like that's that's what I'm getting at is right this this distinction that video games bad everything else good well so my my point in bringing up this guy I think yeah. he was the first one who like won a like the big like the, the biggest like Fortnite oh, okay. tournament there ever was maybe 
It, uh, but she'd never heard of him, right? Nope. Ninja, who is really good, and I don't know how much he's competed or, or not. Yeah. Um, we know him because of his personality and his skill. Yeah. This guy, Booga, who I'd never heard of until I started playing Fortnite and started watching yeah. a couple videos, he, he's got his own skin in Fortnite now. Oh, that's cool. Um, but kind of unknown, but worked and worked and worked to this competitive level to where there's an arena of thousands of people watching yeah. him, and he won to the tune of two to three million bucks. Yeah. Like, and this unknown guy who you would have never known uh, unless he had spent all these hours on it and now it's acceptable, but you got to know that at first his parents oh, very well could be, him. yeah, and, and probably everybody. Okay, now it's time to get a real job. Yeah, and then he makes it, and it's that's my boy. I'm so proud of him. Yep. I knew he could do it, and it's like, come on now. Yeah, which I mean, to an extent, can be said about other things too. There's, I mean, getting into the musician side of things. Wow, when are you going to cut your hair, get a job, and you know, get a real job instead of playing, you know, that the dipping branch every friday night you know with <laughs> the dipping with your branch friends. yeah um i just see a little sophisticated <laughs> branch dipping a, a french fryer potato chip in some uh gray poupon yeah <laughs> but and now he's playing sold out stages you know now he's oh that's my boy but right. how many times did he hear you know cut your hair get a job Get a real job. When are you going to quit? You're never going to make it. Well, the same teachers that told me, mm, I don't think being a pro wrestler is such a good idea. Yeah. That's not a real job. Were the same teachers who were who were paying to get into my shows at in Pickens County yep. and taking their kids to watch me. Um, and probably going, man, I taught him. You know, he was yeah, great. I, I remember him. him. Yep. I knew he was going to do great. But it, it's just interesting. Um, so my, my point or my comparison, I said my the Sorry, perfect yeah. example with John was his wife gave him a hard time yeah. about being a grown man playing video games. And she said, does it ever bother you that, like, does it ever bother yourself that you're a grown man playing games, playing these these games? And he said, what What do you mean? Like, like explain that to me. Yeah. And... She's like, well, I'm just saying, like, this seems like something for kids, but you're a grown man who spends some of his free time playing these games. He goes, I'll tell you what. He said, how about I go take out a loan, and I go buy a new fishing boat, and I'll go buy all this fishing gear, and I'll stay gone as much as I can. As much time as I spend doing this, I'm going to go fishing, and I'm not going to be around the house to help you. And, I, and she goes, you've made your point. Keep playing your game. I think an even better comparison would be if he would if he were to have gone and started playing basketball or baseball because sports seem very much you play sports as a kid mm -hmm. like not I know fishing is a sport sorry but what I'm saying is like I find the same correlation when we talk about like people they're like so you're so you're just watching that guy play a video game right like I just I don't, I just I don't get it. And I'm like so you're just watching those guys throw a football. Like I just I just don't get it. Like yeah. <laughs> you take the thing, you throw the thing, the person catches the thing and then but they get it. But you're not the, doing the thing, but you get the same amount of dopamine hit as if you were doing the thing. So why is it any different when I'm watching, you know, this guy play Mario or play right. whatever? Right. And odds are it could be much more entertaining because you've got a personality there depending on who you're watching. Yeah. You know. That level of connection there. Yeah. I can talk to this person. You can't sit there and send a message to, I don't know, yeah. uh, Patrick Mahomes right. while he's out on the field. You can't you can't drop a chat in there and talk to him. It's much more personal. Yeah. That's why, that's why big companies have gotten to a point where they would much rather sponsor a streamer than they would something else yeah um i can't think of a good example but uh at, right now um but they they know that this streamer this i can uh, just tell you've been reading your book oh absolutely it's yeah he, it's coming he, straight from yeah, that yeah jimmy brings it up jimmy talks about it well i just know at one point he mentions he talks about a certain game that's coming up tomorrow and he goes i don't understand why people sink where they sink money, they spend five hundred thousand to a million dollars on ads for this big game, when they could give that money to me. We're talking about Mr. Beast. Yeah, he goes. It's much more personable. I have a connection with the audience. 
that you they're can't gonna, have with this commercial. And instead of getting 30 seconds, he goes, I'll give you a 10 minute video. Yeah. Or like you're correlate, like you're talking about with the, with the streamers, you have a streamer sitting there. You, instead of spending that half a million to a million dollars on a big ad, right? You feed it to the streamer, and they wear your stuff for three hours while they're playing a game. Yeah, somebody looks up to this streamer, and they're wearing your apparel or drinking your sports drink, or hear this streamer say, "Hey, wear this," or "Hey, I love this brand." Hey, this is what my favorite shirt. They're gonna want that shirt. Right, they're gonna want to feel the same level of specialness. Like they want, they're gonna want to feel special when they sit down and play that same game. And, and it's just the experience. There's trust. There's a trust that is inevitably that built there. That is the word right trust. there. They they trust this streamer because they spend three hours a day with him, four days a week. They get to see his personality. They know him. Whether that's actually the streamer's personality or not, that's a completely different story. It doesn't matter. Right. This streamer has built this trust with them that you're not going to get on the same 30-second ad that runs in every commercial block. Right. It just, it, it's not the same. Why would somebody reach out to a TikToker in South Carolina and trust them with the home buying process versus going to Zillow and typing in, yes, contact an agent, please. Have a yeah. random agent. Give me a, yeah, give me somebody random. But it's Zillow. It's super trusted. Yeah. Because they don't, they don't know the person that's coming. Now, granted, they don't personally know me. Yeah. But they see me every day mm-hmm. on TikTok. And they see me in homes. They see that I'm a real person. They trust me versus signing up through Realtor or Zillow and having a random person who paid for you. Yep. Paid. Mm-hmm. Uh, anybody watching, when you reach out to Zillow or Realtor, that agent that calls you, they are paying for you to call them. or pay, They're paying for your number to come yeah. through. I'm saying, hey, if you want to work with me, work with me. I'm here. I'm in this area. I can help you. Yeah. I don't know. That would be a... To me, that is... That is the biggest shift in business in the past decade. Oh, absolutely. With Two social decades, media and everything. Maybe. Yeah. And I think we're going to see more and more companies shifting that way, realizing that, hey, it's better. I think it's better for everybody. It's better for the consumer because assuming you're watching a streamer that has, you know, uh, that is ethical and has morals. They're not just going to point you to something. They're, right. they're going to be using a brand that they legitimately trust. And they have that responsibility. Yeah. Well, there's, it also comes into, if it's an endorsement, you, you can't, you, you kind of have to, there's, I did a whole training on that at work, by mm. the way, not that that's going to keep people from lying, but there are standards and they're, they're held to code for that. Um, which is, which is good to know. But well, here's a best case scenario, and it was a story out of the YouTube Formula book. Yeah, a I want to say it was a lady and her husband, or maybe it was just a lady who it was she made quilts or something. Um, I know what you're talking about. Yeah. Okay, I know exactly what, what you're talking about. about. But this had to do with I want to say beauty products or like lotions and soaps or, or something. Soaps, yes, like soaps and lotions. And it ended up in Walmart. Well, folks, like they go to Walmart and they see they can go her. to Walmart. The big name brand is involved yeah. some way, but it's helping the small time yep. creator, not so small time at that point, um, put their products on the shelves. And because the people watch her videos or their videos, they know them. They see it in their their local big chain store and they go, That's I know them yep. and they want to buy it. Because it's a person. Was it shampoo it was shampoo. Okay. Was I, it, I wouldn't doubt it. It's heritage. Was it heritage shampoo? I don't remember the name. I'm fairly certain it is. You wanna know why? Because I have some in my fucking shower. Are you really? I remember reading it and seeing it and go, "Oh my god, Morgan bought that!" Wow, holy crap! That's I think it cool. was. Sh- I think it was shampoo. It, we may be talking about two totally different, but that was another person that was referenced in that book. Okay, that their product went into a big name store. Yeah, I think it was Target. I think that's where Morgan got it. I would have to say it might be two different stories, but I, I know they're similar. But we've read the same book, yeah, so yeah. it's one of the it's one but of those that stories. Definitely, that stood out to me because I was like, "Oh my god!" I was like, "I have that in my. Sh- I've used that product." Yeah, like, I know what this is, and I had no idea it started off as as a YouTuber. It's such a crazy concept. It's so wild, but so we we really expanded on uh, we, social yeah. isolation. Yeah. Is that, um, that where we okay? So wow. So to talk about the very last negative thing that we were supposed to expand on, yeah, I think you could you could tie all of these these last few things into into kind of the same category, okay, of the same negative category. 
So the word is addiction. Yep. And uh, I would tie the effects of that, like physical health issues and sleep problems, yeah, into this addiction of video games. Yeah. Keep going. I'm gonna. Okay. Gotcha. So when I think about addiction, I like from my own personal experience, I think about times in my life where I played video games more so than others. And it was, it was really tied to just wanting to complete something. I would say, I would say things that I would be, have been quote addicted to. I'd say grand theft auto at one point. Yeah. uh, When I was younger, I, I remember over summer break playing until six in the morning, sleeping until 12 or one waking up and playing until like stopping to eat and go to the bathroom. Yeah. And you know, but that didn't last for a month. It might've lasted for two or three weeks. Yeah. I think it's, I think it's a very gray area and I guess it, it really depends on how you define like what the definition of addiction is and what those I think the way it would be defined yeah. uh, from a broader spectrum, yeah. is, on a broader spectrum, is when it starts to negatively impact your 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 life, your okay. your work, your your personal relationships, <laughs> your romantic relationships, your relationship with your children. Yeah. When it starts to really hinder, I'm not saying, hey, let daddy have an hour to play his video game. It's yeah. been a long day. And we just played for two hours. Dad's going to go do his thing to recharge batteries. Yeah. And then dad's going to come back and play. I don't think we're talking about that here. Yeah, it's, absolutely. It's I come home, neglect all of my responsibilities, my wife, my child, and I just sink four hours into video games. Yeah. I stay up. I'm waking up groggy. I'm not performing. My work is good. But I can't stop because I'm just so, like, that's where I've got to get my fix from. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, I feel like that's, you know, when it starts impacting things, but again, with anything. Yeah, yeah. And I mean, that makes sense. I'm just wondering, like, especially when you're younger, if you don't have a whole lot of responsibilities. Right. If that's how you pass the time, how is playing four or five hours of a video game, then cooking, eating, and then maybe doing something else and then going back to video games or something, like, how is that any different than right. watching TV? Or, I mean, you can eat and watch TV at the same time. Exactly. Like, you know. I don't know that we'd call that or, an addiction, though. Or, yeah, it's just... Like, yeah. It's, it's, yeah, it's, it's, I don't know. It's a big gray area. What's funny is the, the news, um, or one of the videos that I watched, um, on my way over here in research for this, uh, podcast was there's arguments that you cannot be addicted to video games. Really? Um, there was an argument there. I I don't remember that they really talked a whole lot about that. Mm -hmm. However, the article was also surrounding a man who would play video games for 12 hours a day and... He, like every day, yeah. like every single day, he was playing video games, and it really strained his marriage. Oh, I and it. really, affa- he had two kids. He had a little boy and a little girl. Um, he, I want to say, he almost got fired. Yeah. Um, and it all tied back to video games. And he went into rehab. Okay. He did a ninety-day rehab uh, detox from video games. Interesting. Yeah. What would that looks like? I don't know. Um, but once he got back, like he, he sent in a video, he's like, Hey, I'm doing better. I mean, it was like recovering from, from a drug. Yeah, absolutely. And while somebody might say a video game addiction doesn't exist, this man who almost life was clearly, who almost lost everything he had was like, I mean, I could get addicted to smelling pine trees. Yeah. You know, I'm, wouldn't that be a fun one? Just make a video game about smelling pine trees. Get they addicted to it. Uh, pine tree simulator. Pine tree sniffer simulator. Tree sniffer simulator? Well, I mean, smell and stuff like that has, like, that's one of the ways we get to enjoy food. When are we going to get yeah. to enjoy smell f- with video games? Dude, I'm going to tell you right now, I I will not survive if, if I could, like, smell, like, in, diverting from video games just anime for a second. Like some of the food that they I see on there, oh Dude, my god! I want to go to UA just so that I can eat some of the food. Right? I can go train and then eat that food. So, anyways, off that tangent, just yeah. thinking about smelling and media in general. Like, oh yeah, oh, oh yeah. Oh. We'd be we'd be worse for wear, but um, 
this man would be, would tell you I was absolutely addicted. Yeah. And something I mentioned on our podcast, off our podcast. Yeah. Um, oh man, we're gonna have a heck of a Patreon if we ever start one. If we ever, yeah. But, um, but we'll have plenty of content. So this guy, um, oh no, it was about um, what did I call it? Gaming, uh, psychosis. Psychosis, yeah. Uh, where folks were playing, and the, the example I'm going to use is the game Second Life. Okay, Co- uh, folks who were coping with their real life by playing uh, the, the game Second, Second life. life. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> and they were, you know, they could be whoever they wanted, whatever gender they wanted. Yeah, and it was this wonderful escape. Um, and when someone like that, well, like that, gets too extreme into it, they may very. I would imagine not a ton of cases yeah. have developed uh, where folks experience gaming psychosis where they truly believe that if they uh, unlifed themselves that they would just spend the rest of their eternity in, in their, their second yeah. life, in their game. And I feel like at that point, family and friends, please step in. Yeah. <laughs> if you hear of, yeah. of talk like that, I mean... And like I said, it's it goes so far that there are... Anime genres based on that. literally an anime subgenre based exactly on that. Yeah, dying and being reincarnated in a video game. Uh, I don't even. I can't even think of the word. Like it's it's an actual. Yeah, yeah. I can't. I can't think of the word for it. But it's it's a genre. If you listen and know what it is, let me know. It's such a wild subject, but I, I think after after like doing a, just a little bit of research and, and thinking on this yeah. leading up to, to us talking about it, I've, for me, I've came to the conclusion that video games kind of fall in with just anything else that you enjoy in life. Yeah. I was going to ask, do you think they're killing us? As the title suggests video games, are they killing us? Are they rotting our brains? I think we're allowing them to, for those who have a negative effect. We are allowing it to, I, I was going to say, I think they have just as much potential as anything else in our life. I think too much of anything can rot your brain. Right. I think too much of any sort of media that you consume, positive, right. negative, can shift your perspective on life. It is going to influence you because that is what it is designed to do. Right. Media, whether it's news, whether it is a movie, whether it is a video game, whether it is a the, book. Our, our podcast. Our podcast. It is designed to make you feel a certain way, to think a certain way. And keep you. Yeah. It wants to keep you. Yeah. Social media, if you, I mean, it's completely designed to hook you and keep you. I mean, that's that's what it's for. And as with everything, I think it's good in moderation. Mm. And that's going to depend on you and your like who you are as can, a person. You're going to know your limits. You're going to know what you, what is moderate for you. Yeah. What mo- what may be moderate for you may not be moderate for me. Right. You moderate for you may be six to eight hours. Moderate for me may be two. And you may not have the the boundaries set for yourself and in your life to know how to moderate. Yep. You may have no idea. Folks with, you know, drug and alcohol addictions playing video games, you might just have a super addictive personality that Mm -hmm. you've developed. I don't don't think it's just my... I say it's my belief, but I believe it as as the gospel that we weren't born with addictive personalities. Mm -hmm. We weren't born with certain traits that they were developed. uh, No matter how, they were developed somehow. Okay. Um whether it's environmental, um, cultural, whatever it is, you have developed it some kind of way. Okay. Whether it's positive or negative. Um, But if you have developed this addictive personality, um, maybe you don't know how to moderate yet. Absolutely. Maybe you don't know how. But that's that. Get addicted to our podcast, though, if you're going to get addicted to something. Yeah, if you're going to fucking do it, do it. Yeah, if you're going to get unhealthy and like yeah. lose your job and your marriage, do you it for us. pump our views while you're doing it. Do it for us. Um, do it Do it for the podcast. Do it for the Do it for the CS podcast. Yeah. Speaking of doing it for the CS podcast, you can go and leave us a review on Apple Podcasts. Leave us a five-star review. Let us know. Uh, you, you write down a review, too. Leave us, leave us a comment there because that really helps pump the ratings up a little bit and get us out there to other people. Tell us what your favorite video game is. Tell us what you... Uh, what your latest addiction is. Maybe it's not video games. Maybe yeah. maybe you're really, really into. I don't know. What is it? What, remember when we were kids and you could like make the bead art? 
Yeah. Like, yeah, maybe you're really into the beat art. Oh. Maybe that's what you're addicted to right now. I don't know. Maybe you're addicted to sub sandwiches. <laughs> uh, sub, yeah. Um, or you can go on to Spotify, leave us a five-star review there, mm. and follow us so that you can... Uh, you'll know whenever we put out a new episode. And then you can like and subscribe. Uh, like this video. Subscribe to our channel on YouTube. Uh, if you're not watching this on YouTube, I don't know why. Because it's far more entertaining. Because you get to see our beautiful shining faces. And you ah. get to see our uh, really cool thumbnails. That you don't get to see on Spotify or iTunes. So right. That's a that's a good reason to go find us on YouTube. And then you can follow us on, uh, what is it? TikTok, Instagram, and Twitter at OfficialCSPod. Subscribe to us on YouTube, if nothing else, for the shorts. I was going to say, yeah, we do shorts now. So you can, like, we do bite-sized, digestible content from these each episode uh, that you can just... I think we do a body good in long form. Yeah. (laughs) So if you're watching this on a YouTube short, digest us the long way. Watch our actual full-length episodes. We see you liking these shorts. We see you looking at us. We're better in big doses. Long, big doses. Girthy doses. Big, phallic-shaped <laughs> girthy big doses. Big girthy doses just take us right in. Consume. Well, I know what TikTok's going out this week. Not TikTok, short. Well, it could be a TikTok, too. I don't care. Absolutely. <laughs> right. If I'll ever upload one. And then, I feel that. That's, that, that was me for so long, because it's just it's so much work. Like Mentally, I think about it. Yeah. If I uploaded a TikTok every time I thought about it, I'd be beating you with how many shorts were uploaded. Well, see, and you're great. the one that who edits them. <laughs> well, what's great with the shorts is I can schedule them. <laughs> That's so true. it takes the workout. I can go in on a Monday and schedule out the shorts for the weekend. That's and be done. That's the hard thing with TikTok for me. Yeah. Is I can't schedule. But uh, Come anyways, on, TikTok. Step, step it up. Speaking of scheduling, I want you to schedule some time to create something this week. Uh whether it be something... Every time you, you get this way, I feel like I have to be more serious because you get real somber. Yeah. I just... I, I'm really I'm really trying to drive home the point. Like, I think we should be creating as, as, as human beings. Like, that's what we, we, should. we should be doing. Like, I, I think it does the body and the mind good to create something. Whether you're cooking, whether you're drawing, whether you're writing, even if you're just journaling or writing for yourself. Maybe you're developing of, an addictive video game. Yeah. <laughs> that act of pouring some of yourself into the physical world is very... I think it's important. It is. Um, so, yeah, just take a couple minutes, sit down, clear your head, clear your mind, and then just create something. Just take that. Take a minute to breathe. And if you and want, put it out into the world. Yeah. Clear your mind, create whatever it is you want to create. Mm-hmm. Maybe, maybe it's something completely new. Yeah. But if you want some accountability or you want somewhere to show it off, maybe you don't have anybody who, who will appreciate it or actually take the time to look at it. Let us be that person for you. Yeah, tag us those on Twitter. People. Tag us on Twitter. Tag us on Instagram. Tag us on Instagram. I love to see cool shit. Like, Right. Yeah, even if it's if you don't think it's worthy of showing anybody, we would just love to see it yeah. and and commend you for a job well done on not the the art itself or whatever it is, but the just the act of getting creative. Yeah, and I think I can speak for both of us. One of the main reasons we created this podcast, one, I mean, as a creative outlet for us to to create shit, right? But two, to see all the cool shit that you create. <laughs> that was the biggest <laughs> reason. Yeah, uh, probably. Yeah, I would think. Yeah, I mean, we're we're fairly selfish, but like we we want to <laughs> we want to see you guys create and what you have going on in your lives and and create that community. I think community community is is the word uh, that I'm I know looking I'm for. looking for. Yeah, um, community to have a safe place for you to show off whatever it is you like to do. Yep. And, you know, that's morally, like, ethical and yeah, yeah. good, you know. Uh, your craft. Show yep. us your craft. Yeah. Unless, unless you're a serial killer. Unless you <laughs> name your genitalia craft, don't show us yeah, your craft. Yeah, don't show us craft, please. <laughs> now, if you you wanna... can put your craft back in the box. <laughs> yeah. Now, if you have art that is of genitalia like like crafted we have one of those i should have brought that in here oh the our octopus i haven't heard that word in so long <laughs> i forgot about our octopus oh i gotta bring him back in here oh wow that we bought from a local artist we in did. uh jackson 
No, it was down uh, Key Largo, I think. It was in the Keys. Ah, okay. We, we hadn't made it that Key far. West. Yeah, Morgan didn't drive us very far before we had to stop. <laughs> yeah, we... <laughs> I was like, here we go. Yep. <laughs> we're leaving. Now we're out of flea market. Yep. <laughs> it was worth it, though. It was. It totally was. But... Cool. Well, this has been a, a lengthier episode, but... Girthier episode. There's, there's, there's quite a bit of depth to it. longer formed. Yeah. <laughs> All the other episodes are jealous, because... Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> but those but those YouTube shorts, they really get it done. Yeah. That's what's, that's what's making it happen. That's what's that's bringing a, in... They're the, they're the chodes of our podcast. <laughs> they're short, packed with a lot of content. <laughs> Ready to just get all over your device. Whatever you watch us on, let our chodely shorts explode on devices. Till next time, my gasoline game. <laughs> Go for it. Oh, I've been the Scottish hush puppy, and I got some food to go eat. <laughs> Until then, my gasoline gang, stay spooky. Jordan. Create shit. Build anything. Make it real. I've been getting dirty money, Jordan Belfer. Stacking penny stocks while I'm flipping these birds. Sipping on Ciroc, trip them up with the word.